0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of last week's show, but like I had absolutely no audio for you for like the first six minutes we were recording or something like that. Oh,
1: that's great. I,
0: I, you know, I edited it together. I I put a little thing that says you won't. Oh, that was the one that we had. That that was, yeah, that was the issue. We had those errors. We had errors. Right. It eventually started working. And like until we refreshed everything, like, so the first six minutes, you weren't there at all. You could hear my half, but there was no recording for you at all. Um <laughs> and and the recording was just six minutes shorter, missing the beginning. It wasn't like it was a blank recording. It just started like six minutes in. Um okay. and, and now like three of those minutes were us talking before <laughs> we started the show. So no big deal there. Okay. The, all it, right. Basically, no there. like what was missed was you saying hello. <laughs> And then the first few minutes of you ranting about Southwest Florida. And so I just cut most of that out, <laughs> you know, but I did, I did oh. put a little note in saying like, you know, you, you, you'll <laughs> miss, you missed Yvonne saying hello, but don't worry. He'll be here soon. <laughs> okay. And like some of what I said was like a little weird. Cause it was missing your responses, but.
1: My, it's missing my response. Is what I'm saying. It's like what of you know, I've seen these before where it's like, you know, uh, you only hear one side, and you have no idea what the other side is going, and it's just one of the stupidest things ever. You know, it's I, I like, try, I, tr- you know, oh, I did. Did you kill your mother? I tried
0: to cut out where the the parts where I was obviously responding to you to try to make it sort of made sense, <laughs> but I don't know exactly how successful I was, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, so hopefully it will do better this time. Oh, and then after you came in, the first part with you, your audio quality was less than normal until that point where we actually just refreshed everything, and 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 then it was fine after it that. It's fine. Like, yeah. So anyway, uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, the thing was flaky. Last yes. Week. So hopefully it won't be this time.
1: Oh, I. Oh my.
0: Ugh. Oh, okay. to hell. Ready? I'll I'll, I'll play. Uh, sure. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, April twelfth, twenty twenty three. It is three twelve UTC as we're starting to record, so that's uh, Friday evening US time. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, did I say I'm Sam Von Yvonne Boas here? Hello, uh, hello everybody.
1: Uh, okay, so your elbow now. What the fuck is this? <laughs> that was a pretty good elbow. Oh, too. okay, cool. That was that was not bad um okay hello everybody <laughs> which muppet do you want to be i i i you I mean, know when i'm a I, muppet were, if i when i'm a muppet a, i'm usually if, if be- i'm gonna be a muppet uh uh oh well beaker's not bad uh i'll be uh if i'm a muppet uh well you mixed the muppets i mean you elmo, know, is uh, a muppet. uh, elmo is, is they, they are muppets on sesame okay. street okay 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 uh i would say uh i want to be uh you want to be bert okay yeah yeah ernie bert i'll be bert so
0: if you are bert who's your ernie
1: fuck i don't know um uh, uh, not sure (laughs) (laughs) now you now you've taken me coming down a path i haven't considered in a long time i I don't know (laughs) He just asked me which was uh, you know, I I, I kinda I like okay, okay. You could be Bert. You know, I like, like Bert. Bert was nice, guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: puppet. I want to be a nice okay. puppet. That that works. That works. Yeah. Anyway, um probably Ernie, I would say is probably my brother. There you go. I don't think Bert and Ernie
1: were brothers.
0: They had a different kind of relationship. No, I don't
1: think so either, but But what I'm saying is that, yeah, but but you know, but that 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 would, that would be the way okay. I would you I would, you would. and your brother Bert and Ernie. I, I I can see that. Yeah, yeah. My brother Eric, to be specific. You have more, I have more than others, one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so Eric, no, I no. have two. Yes, you've met Eric. I, I
0: believe so. Have I met any other you've of your brothers? You met him.
1: No, I think that's the one you met, because he was the one one at my graduation, so yes. And I haven't met your
0: sister either, right? Like, I haven't met any. I met your parents.
1: When you went to... No, I don't think you met my sister, because when you went to Puerto Rico, my sister... I don't know, you may. I think you met my mom. I met both your parents. You met both my parents, and you met Eric. I think that's it. Yeah. And you've met my
0: parents... Have you met my yes. sister?
1: I met you your have sister. met my sister. Uh, yeah, because yeah.
0: she came to graduation too. But she was really young then. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Well, I met her when she was little, yes. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, having said all that, um, we are once again going to do a show where Yvonne and I just alternate picking topics because this is a week where there was a bunch of news. There was a bunch of things going on, but they're not necessarily like three big things or two big things that we want to spend huge amounts of time on. So we're going to try to do more with a little bit less length. We will see how that goes because right. often we fail at that, but we will try. Oh, well. <laughs> we're,
1: you yeah, we have prim- We have. A-
0: so, and usually this first one is sort of, but firsty stuff that's just sort of personal as opposed to massive
1: news, but it doesn't have to be.
0: So, Yvonne, what do you want to start with?
1: Look, I'm going to start, and I put this down as a it, it, so I didn't forget uh, my my butt first. I'm going to start on doorknobs, doorknobs. yeah, and and uh, more specifically, car doorknobs. Well, those aren't okay? really; those are more door handles, right? Door handles, not well. There are certain, yeah, okay, handles. Because knobs, I think, uh you, th- once cool you stuff, turn. Yeah, it's a knob. Okay, it's a good point. Well, there are some vehicles have that too. Okay, but 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 uh, it, But that's got to be kind right. of rare, uh, right? Well, well, because here's the thing: there are levers, yes. there are handles. I mean, here, this is the reason. Look, you're getting to my point here. Okay, look, in the olden days, well, hell, there used to be buttons. Mm-hmm. There used to be a button with you pressed the button on the outside of a car that you pulled on a uh, that you would pull a a a handle that was on it. Um, Hell, oh, I forgot about the so or or sometimes so, but you know, the door handle should be a relatively simple thing. You'd think, yes, all right. And I don't know if you've seen that automakers over the last years, you know, have started making them more complicated than I feel that they should. I,
0: I, I have not Tesla's really... the
1: one that, that. I mean, I know that the, the whole that, Tesla that, one that like.
0: But other people have
1: copied okay. that. So, the, well, the so what, Tesla, it, what, what the, is the, is the part that's, that's annoying about are motorized? motorized.
0: Yeah. Remind
1: me. Remind. Well, I'll okay, get okay. to it. Okay. The, te- the one thing is the Tesla ones. The problem is that, oh, you show up to the car and they're motorized and they are flush against the right. car. So then electric motors are supposed to make them So pop there's nothing you, you can, can pull, pull on if the motor's dead. If the motor's dead, or how about if, the, if, Icy, it's, if it's iced right? over and yeah. frozen, okay? Or, or if the motor fails, right. okay, which happens to people. All of a sudden, the damn motor fails, and the stupid thing doesn't come out, and all of a sudden, you're dependent on a fucking motor to open the damn door, mm-hmm. okay? So he made something that's relatively simple to more complicated. Um And auto automakers have started like copying this. They make them more complicated. Some uh, car makers re, real hide the door, the door, the door handles. Pick, I just want to ask: Didn't people say
0: the same thing when it moved from windows that you cranked to windows with buttons? That was an electric motor.
1: I really don't believe so because what you know, rolling down windows was a hand pain, in the, was the pain the in the ass, especially. Especially if you had a car with, like, four windows, right? Say you want to roll down all the windows. Well, shit, man. I remember having to, like, all of a sudden, oh, somebody left on the on the other side. They left the window down. I remember having cars with those. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got a freaking, you know, just reach out over there and freaking crank the window. Where instead of all of a sudden, oh, look. Oh, I can open and close okay. them. I think that that, that was acceptable automatic door lock i i remember that was, people you know that's i also, remember
0: people being afraid of what would happen if they drove their car into a river and the motor on the windows failed Okay.
1: well you know <laughs> no, no a, one cares a, anymore you got bigger you got i i think you got bigger <laughs> problems but but it's like you know uh, it, you've got uh you know the door locks look i remember with the i had cars when i was young that had electronic uh, electric door locks, and then at one time I wound up with a car that didn't have them for mm-hmm. a little bit, and it wound up happening to me to more than once that I would go and close the driver's door, close that door, and leave all the other damn doors open. And this happened to me, and not in the best place to, to to do this because it was in Puerto Rico, and my cars kept getting stolen in Puerto Rico. I shouldn't really be leaving them unlocked, okay? Accidentally, right. um. So so, but there is this thing where okay, great. We made this advance and we made something good. Hey, let's figure out how to make it even more complicated. So brings me to the fact that I go to my parents' house and I don't notice because they they traded the Lexus SUV they had. They had this small, the compact Lexus SUV for a new one. They look so similar. I really didn't even notice that it was a different SUV. I, I thought it looked very clean, but I'm like, I, I wasn't paying that much attention. Okay, okay? so uh, while well, I'm in the I, I'm in the house, um, my dad says, "Hey, um, can you go?" Uh, uh, you know, I had noticed it was new. So he, he he tells me, "Hey, can you go program the garage door opener?" And so th- you know, the, the, the it's this, this has this little built-in thing, thing yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the uh, inside in the car where you could you know program the garage door opener. And I'm like, "Oh, I did Oh, so oh, so that is a new truck." I kind of looked shiny or i don't know whatever i'm like oh okay so i go into the car and um and and i can't find um the first some of the some new cars that i've that i've had like with with these uh inside the menus on the touch screen and whatever uh there is a there is something about programming it i i look through the menus in the car i found nothing And then I'm like, my dad's looking for stuff on YouTube. And I said, what about the damn owner's manual? And so I noticed that all the owner's manuals were in the glove box and shrink wrap. And and obviously my father hadn't looked at them. I had to go through, there were five manuals in this car, okay? There was like a thousand pages of manuals, okay? I'm I'm not exaggerating, okay? This was insane. I opened the first one. I can't find the instructions. Open the second one. Can't find the instructions. Get to the third one. Um, you know, to, to find the instructions to do this. But uh, but I jumped a little bit because the thing first thing that happened is that I get to the car and I'm gonna open the door. Ah, now we're back I to go the door. Pull on the hand. I, I understand. I, yeah, I, because the thing is that I to get because it, I was about to ask you, how are we talking about the garage door opener? Well, well, because that because that's what he asked okay. me to do. So so he gives me that tells me go do it, okay? All right, because he couldn't figure it out. So I go and I head out to the car, it's outside. And I go to pull on the door handle, and it doesn't pull. I noticed that I I, I click like on a button inside the handle, okay. and the door opened. Okay, uh, and okay. I'm like, so What's instead of pulling hell? the handle, you
0: sort of reach under the handle and click a button.
1: No, no, no. It's inside. So so the handle looks like a, a it, it's a it's a it's a handle that looks like one of the regular pull out right. ones, but it doesn't okay? pull out. Like that, you would pull it. But it doesn't fucking pull out. And inside it, there is something, I guess, that senses your hand uh, when you grip the, the handle. And then it releases the door. Okay? And it, I got to say, it feels really awkward. Okay? And I'm, like, thinking, who the hell is going to rip up, you know, this car? They're going to – somebody's going to rip this damn handle. Because they're off. trying to pull okay? it out. Right? It's not if messy. it's locked. Right. Yeah. Okay? All right? And so I'm, like, okay. So, so I'm, like, okay. So I get in the car. I go through the manuals, I do the programming, and then I close the door. Uh, and, and then I went to try to get out, and I'm looking at the thing. <laughs> now you're to inside like, the car. <laughs> Look, they, I don't see a, I don't see a handle to get the fuck out. Okay, and then, then now my father, I, I don't know the dealer that the del- that pre-delivered to this car did not do a. Uh, did that remove all the stickers and st- all, all the plastic little covers on it. It had everything on it. Normally they do that before they deliver the car. This was still had everything. And um, I'm like, what the fuck? And I see then there's this little like, like, like indentation on the door, uh, uh on, in, in the, in the armrest on the door. Uh-huh. And it's like, you press in and then it pops open the door. And I'm like, what the fuck, and I, I I go and I tell my dad, Dad, I mean, did they, you know, did they train you about this at the dealer? and said, as a matter of fact, the, the, the salesperson came out and said, "Oh wait, 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 because let me teach you how to open the doors because everybody is confused about how opening the doors. Look, I really think that it's a big leap backwards. If you have to explain to people how the fuck to open the doors.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of thing that was basically standardized
1: a long time ago. And and now we're making it so complicated. You have to expl- you have to train people on opening the doors. That makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, and, I,
0: I will I will make one exception if you really really develop something that was so much better
1: it, it, it's
0: not <laughs> at all
1: I mean it's not at all I it is the stupidest gimmick I, I don't get it I, I you know um, I, I don't get it I don't see the added value in this in any way shape or form for anybody I, I don't understand why are you making this so fucking complicated oh. Uh, and, and that's the thing about technology. I'm saying, look, there are things that are very useful, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I think it's useful, you know, to have power windows. Right. I think it's useful to have like a seat memory, okay? okay? Because, you know, my wife will move my seat, whatever, whatever, people would get in the damn car and they would move the seat around and I like to get back in, you know, and get back to how the hell I have my damn seat set, right. okay? You know. A uh, uh, door unlock, good. Okay, you know, especially when you have kids, that you can set it so the rear. I I, I have it set that, you know, the rear. Nap, open you, it from the know, outside. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can, I can, I can control in my car. Um, if, if the if the doors work or not, right. in the back. Okay, there's a button on my on, on on the driver's side that that if I if I hit it, then the doors are enabled. Gotcha or Uh disabled okay so it's a it's a lot more you know convenient so i I mean i you know so because with the ones that were used to be before where you had to go in you had to do the switch and then an adult would get in the back and they couldn't get out of the car i'm like no i can just oh no here uh open the door uh you know i those things i think are convenient but the, the thing i hate is when we make something that was stupidly simple and worked perfectly and was convenient and nobody had ever complained about hey let's make it more complicated for no good reason whatsoever i, I don't get it that, that that just you know i so uh yeah and and the worst thing is that the demographic for lexus is older look it, it's old look lexus took over what was Cadillac in the seventies? Literally in the sixties and seventies. Okay, um, they are really, you know, taking that older demo that wanted a, a comfy luxury car, but didn't want to pay the price of a European luxury car because their their cars are, are, are for the most part are not as expensive as say. Uh, BMW, Mercedes, that Mm. kind of thing. Okay. All right. Uh, but they're very, but you know, Cadillac back then provided a lot of value, a lot of a good car, high quality, whatever. And that's what Lexus does. It's a really good car. Uh, and they're very, you know, uh, uh, bland and, uh, but good. Okay. Good kind of bland. It's not bad, okay, you know, okay. but I mean, I guess blend is good, reliable, which I think is important to a demographic, but, but, you know, if that's your demographic, then you know what? You can't hit them with fucking doorknobs that need a, need training at the dealership. Yes. So, so but, but, anyway, put everything
0: every- on a touchscreen with gesture controls.
1: Ah, yes. Well, everybody's put the damn touchscreens. You know, the one thing about the touchscreens now is everybody with, even the old oh, 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 our old folks with iPhones or whatever, right now they're so used to it that they're.
0: they're I, I was specifically well, talking Lexus. I did was specifically actually... talking gesture controls, not just the thing like the oh the, the swipe with
1: three well, fingers in a L shape that kind oh, of crap. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Well, yeah, well, those, you know, every every time I hear like, oh, yeah, you just, you know, double, triple the finger. I'm like, how am I going to remember this many gestures? Now, the thing is that I thought my gesture control, like my my brother has a BMW. BMWs have gesture control, but it's okay. Let me see how I explain this. Look, you could, you will move your hand in the car like in a in a circling motion and it will turn up the volume or turn down the volume. You're not touching anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, with hand motions, it will do certain functions like that. Okay. Uh, of course, I can see how if you're doing that kind of a hand motion and all of a sudden shit starts happening in the car, you're like wondering what the hell's yeah, going Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would, I be, would be
0: unintentionally
1: doing shit all the time. <laughs> Like, yes, you probably might be, like, turning up the volume accidentally or, like, you know, turning up, you know, opening the doors or who knows or whatever, or Injection going down seat. the windows. You're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have that. But, but yeah, but in his car, I could go and, like, uh, put my, you know, do, like, a, a circling motion in front of the display, and the volume will go up or down. Or right? if I swipe left or right, the song will go to the next one or the other one. It's I, I – th- that is also – a ridiculous gimmick, yeah. That the only reason I knew about it is because I saw a video about the car, and I'm like, "Well, okay." So he got the car. Let me try this, and I'm like, "Oh, look, it does work." Okay. I I guarantee you that 99.999% of the people that buy that car never use that. I mean, you've got because it's uh, look. You want to talk about redundant? Look, you've got. Uh, audio controls on the steering wheel so you can turn up the volume there there's a knob also on the dashboard you can turn up the uh, the, the volume there and you can do it that sure and you can also tell it by right. voice of course <laughs> of course uh, i don't know uh, voice recognition being what it is i mean you know that it's i mean yeah.
0: they can usually understand volume up volume down ah. they uh,
1: certain other things Well, sometimes they get cantankerous about certain things like that. You know, I mean, how many times do I hear my wife telling Siri the same thing over and over three or four fucking times? And she's like, what? the? Add this to the calendar. Would you like coffee? No. Add this to the calendar. Uh, How about if I find a new restaurant? No.
0: This is like me and my wife. Uh, Alexa. Oh, for anybody out there. Alexa, (laughs) set an alarm for 10 minutes from now. No, wait, actually, that, that won't work right. Alexa, set a 10-minute timer. There you go. For anybody out there who has an Alexa, you're welcome. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, ours will pay attention to me and be accurate almost all the time. My wife, like when she wants it to do something, like even, if it had a timer going off, just like I told you, all you have to do is say, tell it to stop. And she'll be yelling at it over and over again to stop, stop, (laughs) stop. And it just, it just keeps going.
1: And like when she tries to actually make it
0: do something like it, 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 we have ours hooked up to like uh, the lights in the living room and, and one of the bedrooms and, and and, um, she keep she'll try to do it and it'll not do it. But, and and then when my, and then whenever we try to do something more complicated, especially when my son is involved too, like it will just get confused and completely misunderstand like you were talking about. It's, it's fun sometimes, Yeah, you know, it's actually like, you know, on the one hand you get frustrated by like, it's not doing what I want, but on the other hand, sometimes it makes mistakes that are just hilarious. So you get entertained by it anyway. So
1: anyway. So there you go. So do this, all the, all this for entertainment. Okay, great. Okay. All right. There you go. Very good. Okay, great. Okay. All right. So that was that it, was it that for was, you.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, so, so my my turn. Okay. So I, I this week, I don't have anything particular, like, personal to talk about, really. I mean, I'm sure there was something or other, but I don't remember anything. So I'll go straight to more real topics, but I'll stay on the lighter side rather than going into the sort of yeah no,
1: f- the light, light the lighter side of the news okay yes
0: Elon's rocket light blew and off.
1: frothy <laughs> that's the lighter side right i mean yes it is nobody died yes okay so no, yes. nobody
0: died but blew. like there was so the, i mean so just as background this is Elon's uh or SpaceX let, let me say this cuz e- Elon his level of hands on is a lot less in spacex than it is in say twitter right now and there are actually competent people who run the day to day uh so uh, you yeah, know so spacex um their latest endeavor they're building um their starship which is going to be the you know a really big Ship to take humans places and cargo and other things, and it's uh, loaded on top of a really large rocket, so it's the biggest thing they've launched so far. They're working on, um, and this was the first test that married the super heavy booster to the Starship rocket on top of it. Um, and it took off and lasted about four minutes. It's it started to lose control and started to lose altitude, at which time they hit the self destruct button. From what I understand um and so yeah you know, we we were talking on the curmudgeons corner slack about this there are a few things like first of all yes it blew up um it also apparently significantly damaged the launch pad and yes blew debris and dust and smoke all over the town that was next to the launch area
1: you know yes. And I saw it also destroyed some vehicles that were like about a quarter mile it away. It destroyed
0: some vehicles as well
1: too that were
0: and, and part of this. So there are a couple things here to talk about. One, let's, let's talk about the vehicles destroyed into dust and all that first. Um, there are a couple of key differences between what SpaceX does and what NASA does. First of all, just the exclusion, the exclusion zone was much, much smaller. Like, you you yeah. mentioned cars a quarter of a mile away. You can't park a fucking car yeah. a quarter of a mile away from a NASA launch pad.
1: No not no. I mean I I I mean I've been to where they launched Artemis. I mean you could not get you, you I mean the the distance that you are at is not a quarter mile. It's a hell of a lot longer, you know, than that. That So sure. yeah, they have it's,
0: a much bigger exclusion zone plus they all have these Water based suppression systems that, um, yes. when the rocket is in the process of taking off, the water actually starts right before the engines go off, or yeah, a few seconds before they go on, yes. I guess. Uh, you know,
1: yeah, the before they yeah, go they,
0: on, yes. and they spray water all over the place, and that tamps down the smoke, that tamps down the dust, um,
1: all of this. It, and let's be clear, it's it's it, it, but you say spray, look, it's like. I mean, it's, it's massive amounts of water. It's a massive amount. Yes, also...
0: Tens of thousands of yeah, gallons yes. of
1: water. I mean, and
0: also they have a yeah, trench it, it, yeah. around the launch pad as well. So that all the excess flame and stuff goes down under. End of... Right. Whereas... I didn't get that. Could you try again? Weren't we, were we just talking about Jeez, Siri? My voice. <laughs> Interesting question. You're talking about Alexa, but... <laughs> anyway uh, the it, it, yes it, apparently the structure at um, for SpaceX in Texas where they were launching this one um, doesn't have any of that like it has the smaller exclusion zone no it didn't have this uh, the water-based suppression system it didn't even have the trench nope. so that the no. the flames and such uh Actually, severely damaged the pad itself. So not only did you have the dust and flame and other that kind of stuff, you had big chunks of concrete being broken off the damn launch pad and the yep. platform underneath and tossed out. You know, yep. um, so there are all kinds of you know things that SpaceX sort of skimps on. And, you know, I, I, yeah. I mentioned on the, on the Commudgeons Corner Slack, I mean, there's a fundamental difference in approach that SpaceX has. And there are pros and cons to it. And spa- to be clear, SpaceX has been fairly successful with this approach. Yes, yes. They have done quite a lot of success. Yes, and indeed. the approach is basically that you're okay with rapid iteration that fails a lot. So you you do something like this. You see what's wrong. You do the next one next month. You know, and you're willing to like, you're willing to blow up 20 rockets as you refine the system before you get the one that works. I mean, you know, at this point for like SpaceX's regular launches, they're so routine and they land the fucking rockets again after. So you're, you know, and it's all really cool and you watch it and they're, you know, catastrophic failures are now very rare. Uh, And they're sending humans into space successfully and blah, blah, blah. But if you remember a few years back, we were making fun of SpaceX for how many rockets they blew up. <laughs> you yes. know, and yes. and that was part of their process. They intentionally did very rapid iterations where they, yes, they would cut corners and then they would find out which things really mattered and resulted in a blown up spaceship. And then they'd fix those and try again. Whereas NASA's approach is the big lumbering conservative approach where you're like, we're going to work for 10 years on one fucking rocket. But when that thing goes off, we're we're going to have checked it and double checked it and
1: triple checked it and make sure everything, but, you but know. here, but here is the yes. thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Look, I understand failures in things that nobody else has done <laughs> that you are doing right. So you're you're out there, and nobody has done that, so you have these failures. Okay, I get that. But the stupid thing with, like, the launch pad itself, you already know what the fucking thing that works is. I mean, NASA showed you what the fuck works, textbook, for not have that stupidity happen, to not well, they, have a whole thing covered in fucking they dust. Figured maybe, okay? They figured maybe they could get away without it. But that—that's bullshit. I, that, that's I, just I being, saw
0: one—one of the being, people commenting on it was like, "We obviously miscalculated how much
1: impact this would have." No shit, Sherlock. I mean, Jesus Christ, this rocket was like twice as powerful as a fucking Saturn V. So let's people park. I mean, so let's let people park their cars really close. It's closer. I mean, that, that that's the shit that drives me crazy from these guys because they're that smart and they do things that are good and then do shit like this, which doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. I mean, they destroyed the whole launch pad. I mean, literally, they got to rebuild that whole fucking thing before they could well, do I've, it on the test again. Not exactly the brightest strategy. Course, immediately
0: after the explosion, they were like, well, all, all that is icing on the cake. But you know the, the 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 fact that it didn't blow up on
1: the pad makes everything good. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, that's that's how this works now. By the way, I'm looking. I pulled up a map over Kennedy Space yeah. Center. Uh, how far it is? A quarter mile. Holy shit! I mean, I'm 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 looking at the pad. I, I pulled up on the map the pad. Uh, 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 you know, uh, where they launched Artemis from, okay? And where uh, observation areas are. Uh, and my God, I mean, look, at Kennedy Space Center, there is literally nothing close to that pad for over a mile. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing. I mean, it's really literally several miles that everything is around it where you can observe it. I mean the closest thing to it is actually another launch pad, a smaller one that's further down that's, you know, like about a mile, you know, yeah, about a mile away. That's actually the closest thing. So yeah, they they and it's way more isolated. I'm I'm still like I mean I'm looking at the distance at that I mean we're talking about a quarter mile. It's absurd how close they let ship at, at, at that test, it, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially that this was the most powerful lo- rocket ever launched. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are these people doing, man? <sighs> yes, and 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 another question: Why are they launching it? Okay, this their facility is really skimpy. I guess it costs a lot more money to pay. NASA to go and put the fucking rocket at. I mean, yeah, you know, Kennedy Space Center doesn't have just one. I know it has a whole
0: patch. bunch. Yes,
1: you know they have a ton of them. Okay, well, All and, right?
0: and from my understanding, they they do are intending to do some Starship stuff in in the Kennedy Space Center too. From Kennedy, if they and okay. I think they already have some there too. But they, they
1: have multiple, I thought they already, have, yeah, they
0: have right? multiple locations where they're doing this, and NASA facilities are some of them.
1: Yeah. But it's just well, it's just that their their facility is kind of shitty. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it's certainly shitty now that it's been destroyed. Wow! Well, now that it's destroyed, it's even worse. <laughs> you know, I'm sure they'll they'll repair. You know, honestly, given their philosophy to these things, it was it's probably won't take much to replace. I mean, they probably really skimped
1: on Look, the launch they're, power. They're, listen yes uh, look they, they the one thing that you say about you know the nasa approach versus their approach right you know they got artemis up um and it took several years and if you remember you know during the pre-flight how many times they went they even took it back to the vehicle yeah. assembly building and forth i mean they really delayed it for a couple of months because they were like you know no 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 we can't we can't have this or whatever but one thing is that they're estimating right now that every launch of Artemis costs like two billion dollars. Right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh where uh, a Starship launch costs around a hundred million each. There's a little um,
0: bit of a difference there.
1: Yes. Um, there is a big difference in terms of the the resources. All, all, all I, but but the one thing is that all I'm saying is it's like almost like going back to my door handle thing. Look, it's a basic thing. We already figured it out. Hey. You build a pad, you do this, and it's all good. It works. Um, you know, well, but
0: but part of it, there, part of no it reason. is clearly. I mean, SpaceX wants to figure out how to do it
1: cheap. Uh, oh so, well, okay. So that's so that's the part where they figured out. Well, I guess that was too cheap. <laughs>
0: exactly. And, and and now they're going to iterate, and they're going to keep doing it, and they'll probably be successful on the fifth attempt or something. Okay. And, and you know. And, well, I, I Again, point to SpaceX's earlier pattern where they blew up tons of rockets, and then they fixed the problems. Yes. And now it's really reliable. Now they now, have, of course, you know, I'll say that, and the next one will blow up. But you know, uh, but you know, they they have iterated and fixed problems, and you know, and they're they're intending to do the same kind of thing here. Now there there is you still have some Elon effect here. Like apparently the shape of yes. the thing's nose is based on some movie. Elon watched where somebody was like, you got to make the nose of the rocket pointier. And so he told his engineers, they had to make the rock nose of the rocket pointier, you know? Oh. So you do have some of that shit. Um, but I mean, fundamentally it's, it, it's like, this is, this is an approach that, is also very common in the software world at this point, especially the online software world for like websites and stuff where you're just constantly iterating and making small changes and you're doing it quick. And the the, the notion behind it is for something like a website, if you make a change that is bad and screws things up, the cost of having it Bad until you can fix it is usually re- relatively small because, you know, A, like there are lots of errors that users might not even notice or aren't that bad. It's just an inconvenience. And two, you can fix it fast. You can push out a fix in a few hours or a few days or whatever. You can iterate quickly. And if something goes wrong, oh, well, something went wrong for a little bit. We fixed it. Um, traditionally, that approach has been avoided. In a few spaces, like even on the web, in the places that handle money, they tend to want to be a little bit more careful because an an error could have lots of ramifications. Um, And also just anywhere where you're not dealing with like a website or something, but you're dealing with something that can have implications in the physical world. Either with property or with li- with with human lives, right? Um, and you know, I also mentioned this on the Slack. See, all of you should be on the Slack so you get my insights early. Anyway, uh, no, but uh, like uh, SpaceX and Tesla are also doing this. They're trying to iterate quickly with the physical stuff in this kind of software way and saying, "What the hell? Let's see what happens." And like a lot of people like that on some of the Tesla stuff, like ooh, our software updates every month or whatever, we get the new thing. But on the other hand, the stupid self driving is running over kids, you know. So whatever, you know, right? Uh, and 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 yeah, you know, all all this kind of stuff. So it's like you, you got to do the trade off, I guess, of like depending on what you know. Yes, there are a lot of advantages to this sort of rapid prototyping approach where you're not too worried about the consequences and you just try something. And if it doesn't work, you change it. But if the consequences of getting it wrong are people dying, you might want to slow down and be a little more careful. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy.
1: No, don't, no, nope, you're not crazy. But I, 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 I just think that, 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 I keep seeing this cavalier approach by a lot of people, but Elon Musk is one of the biggest ones uh, that, that does this. I, you know, the, the, you know, to me, especially, it, it, it always depends on how critical the system yeah. is and, you know, how much money you could lose because of a mistake. Okay. You know, because I've seen people, especially in software coding, where, you know, mistakes have been made that, uh, because people don't follow proper protocols that wound up costing tens of millions of dollars, literally. Um, I mean, I I had one guy that made a mistake, uh, but but, you know, about 20 plus years ago that cost a company, uh, you know, about $20 million. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 I actually, I was so pissed off. I, I fired him. Mm hmm. Because he he, he decided to do a change in an application without following the proper process. And I was just... Yeah, because there's also
0: a difference there. If, like, you follow the process correctly and something goes wrong, in that case, you sort of want to, okay, let's figure out what was wrong with the process and fix it. But if you ignore the process, that's a whole other story.
1: Yeah, you know, especially like you've got shit like pricing systems and companies like, you know, large companies, you know, look, the the, the pricing software when you've got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of SKUs, I mean, you, you, you go and you make a mistake, you know, significant, especially on something that's a high volume item, which I guess I can say what they it was this guy made a mistake that changed the pricing on are most profitable product inkjet cartridges mm. okay for sale in latin america all right and he blocked price changes okay <laughs> so he, he unilaterally did it without checking with anybody there was some issue whatever and he told them to not process any of the price changes so literally for nine months uh, for anybody ordering through this system that was the new system we were rolling out sap at the time um the price the, the, there there had been a price increase of about four or five percent it didn't go hmm. through okay because he had blocked it It went through for the rest of the world but it got blocked in Latin America. look we sold back then a you know, billion dollars a year in ancient cartridges in Latin America. They had, I mean, so a a 4% price increase is $40 million. And so we did not, you know, we lost out $40 million because of this. I I mean, it's just an astronomical number. Now, the reality is that one of the (laughs) things about selling inkjet cartridges at the time is that the gross margins were like over 90%. Mm -hmm. So the reality is that, you know, we... Okay, we did go from not, not making what like nine hundred million to we made eight hundred and sixty million. <laughs> okay. So in terms of did it did, it wasn't catastrophic for the company, but but damn it, you know what? I mean, we left forty million dollars right on the table. That's unacceptable. I, I, I mean that's that's a you know that that's an error that somebody is getting fired over, especially when they did it without following process. That's the problem. Okay. And, and so, and so that's the thing to me when you're doing things like this, right? You're doing a price change on, a, on something that is the most profitable product you got. You're launching your biggest, heaviest fucking rocket. I mean, I would think, I, I don't know, me, I would be like, well, okay, I'm trying to save money, but there's certain things I don't want to save money on. And well, but their process. That's their process, I guess. I, uh, you know, it, it's dangerous too. Look, people could have been hurt with the rocket. That's the reality. Yeah, Yes. the rocket now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, if if cars were parked there, people could have been there too, right?
1: I mean, it was at, it was outside oh, the look, exclusion. windows. Listen. Windows were broken. Things happened. Look, one of the things it, there was so much de there was so much debris that landed on the town. The people in the town and everybody's like saying, "Look, are there health effects from all of this shit that landed yeah. on us?" It's a legitimate question. Absolutely. I mean, I, I you know, I, I really think that you know th- this is where they're. You know, Cavalier approach, to me, just goes well beyond just trying to, you know, be out on the edge and trying to figure out to save money where you're just not giving a shit about the community, about lives, about safety, or any Mm -hmm. of that. So. So anyway, it blew up and they're going to try again, I guess, at some point after they fix everything.
0: I'm sure they they will iterate. They will do better next time.
1: Now, un- un- I understand right now that the, you know, for the NASA moon program, yes. they need, they are planning on landing on yes. this thing, right? They, I, I, I think so. Right. That's the plan. So they need this thing to work in order for them to get to the moon. Uh, yeah, I. I... It was a very complicated thing. I was reading Yeah, and aren't there still like some other it involves three rockets the, some refueling in space at a space station of some kind? Yes. There are all kinds of I, things
0: going on. It's extremely and, and, complicated. And I don't I don't have fully in my head exactly what is going on for Artemis two II versus three versus plans beyond that. I, I I haven't looked at it enough, so I can't say. But I Starship was in the mix somewhere at some point. Is right. it still yes. Star- it's Star- still there? I believe okay. it is, yes. Yeah. So well and, and this of course is also the thing that um Elon wants to use to go to Mars.
1: Wow, well, too bad he wasn't on it today. <laughs> now now, Yvonne. Be nice a bit you know like what's the test oh you know, hey he uses his customers to well test and, and, why can't we and this is him? this
0: is interesting right though like all the remember we talked about this last year of the three billionaires doing space stuff elon's the only one who hasn't ridden his own rocket yet hmm. like yep. branson did bezos did elon has not
1: Shows you how much confidence he has on his rockets.
0: You, you notice though there, I used the last name for the other two and the first name for this one. Why did I do that? I don't know. I could have called him Musk, but everyone calls him Elon.
1: Musk is uh was a perfume or maybe it still well, is. It, it, it it mu- like Musk, Musk is a scent, on, a scent based on, right? based right. on
0: like some animal like that you, you, do like the musk gland or something. It's
1: yeah. There was like, there was a, there was a brand of cologne called musk or something. I don't know. Anyway, it was really shitty and crappy. It smelled terrible. Okay. Well, with that note,
0: um, uh, <laughs> let's take a break and then we'll come back with two more things. That things, things that we don't know that like you guys know, cause you can look at the description in your podcast player. Well, we don't know. We, don't, we, don't, we have know. no idea what we're going to talk about. So, no. There you go. Okay. Uh, breaky, 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 breaky. Now I was dancing in my
1: chair. I don't know if you were dancing, Yvonne, but I, I was bopping, but bopping and weaving a little there's, bit. There's... Yes, I burst a bit. Okay, you know, you know, um, I. Before we get into a subject, I, I realized I have to contact uh, support for this product that we use for Wi-Fi plume that Sam has as yep. well, and I tried calling them, uh, uh, which was a mistake. Uh, I, I, you know. I mean, they basically, I was on hold for thirty minutes, and it, it was just I, I could get anybody. Uh, if I, I, got, it was much quicker on yeah. chat, but they they have a they have a bug where the chat doesn't appear on their app, only on their website, right. okay. which makes no sense. But anyway, I, I digress. The the one thing I said when I was on hold, they had that kind of music on for thirty minutes. I guess because that's not licensed music or yeah. whatever. So that was like about 30 minutes of this, like, you know, hey, we don't want to pay ASCAP anything. So let's play, you know, um, um, you know, these electronic sounds that I have no licensing fee rights. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. I mean, yeah. yeah no, 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 You know, I mean, so, but, but we have licensed music. Yes. I mean, we have permission. We have, to we
0: have permission for, uh, yeah, the Ray Lynch stuff.
1: Yes, we do. We actually got permission,
0: and, and so. you have permission for the one I just used for the break because Alex and I made that. Oh, great!
1: Yep. Wow, musicians exactly.
0: Okay, okay. so it's your so, turn. Right. What, so what are you going to talk let, about, so- Yvonne? Go, go, go! What's the topic?
1: All right, uh, let's talk about the abortion drug state. Okay, okay. So, uh, what are you? Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, so about so first let's let's recap recap first recap. Um,
0: there was a suit in. There, was, there, there was, were several. Yeah, yeah, there were several. But a judge was he in Texas? I think the first one. Uh, anyway, I you know we're not good with details. But anyway, um, the they they did some the some judge shopping and particularly went to a place where they had a judge that they pretty much knew would agree with them. Uh, basically arguing that the FDA had made a mistake approving this abortion drug 20 some years ago. It is one of two drugs that are generally used together. Um, and the judge agreed with them and said, FDA screwed up 20 plus years ago. And this thing needs to be taken off the market entirely. Um, that of course immediately got appealed to another court, who said, you know, okay, we're we're going to put a stay on this while we do further appeals on most of it, but we are going to allow a bunch of restrictions to go in place. You won't be able to do it by mail. You'll need to have uh, an in-person doctor appointment to get the prescription, no telemedicine, no nothing, uh, and a few other restrictions. And then that was appealed to the Supreme Court, um today the supreme court delayed their decision a couple times but uh, um the what today's decision did was basically say okay no none of this goes into effect until it is done with the whole appeals process however we are we, we're not going to take this on directly like one of the things the court could have done is is short-circuited things and taken this qu- taken this case directly right now, put it on their docket for like next year or something, and just said, okay, we'll get to it. We'll we'll do this one. Instead, they kicked it back down to the lower courts, said that uh, the stay is in place, I believe, until the next court ruling, the next level of appeals goes through in the lower courts. If that court uh, once again says we agree with the original court and this stuff should be taken off the market, then it might go back to SCOTUS again at that point for another extension of the stay. Um, But basically they said, this is good. We want, before we look at this on the merits, we want it to go through the entire appellate process normally. Uh, But in the meantime, the stuff can still be sold. Uh, it, it was. I, I originally said that this was a seven-two decision. Apparently, we don't actually know that for sure. There were two written dissents to the majority opinion. We don't know if there were any other n- votes against doing this that just didn't write uh, a, a statement. Um, but it looks like it might be seven-two. And, um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, so that's where that's where we are. Uh, So a lot of people were afraid that SCOTUS would decide to just let this go, you know, let the restrictions go live, pending appeals rather than the other way around. And a lot of the legal folks I've heard talking about this say, you know, it's a state of the low level of trust in the courts at this point that anybody was even worried about this because there are so many yes. unique legal issues about the, or problems with this, like all the way from do the people who brought this even have standing to bring it in the first place uh, right. to right. it having all kinds of potential implications. Like if a judge like this can override FDI on FDA on this drug, what's to stop them from doing it on any other drug. Right. You know, and there are right. all kinds of other implications and, Uh, also things about like, yeah, there there are all kinds of other legal issues attached to this. And so the normal expectation a few years back would be, you know, probably would, would, would be twofold. One, that there's no way that this one judge's thing would ever survive appeals anyway. Like it would be overturned. It's ridiculous that they're even doing this. Uh, It would be overturned by a lower court and probably never even make it to SCOTUS. But if it did make it to SCOTUS, SCOTUS would say, this is ridiculous. You can't override FDA this way. Forget about this. But given the current makeup of the court, no one was sure about anything. Not what the final outcome will be and not even that they would stay it pending the appeals. Um, and so people were really nervous about this, but SCOTUS did stay it, and so that's where we are.
1: I mean, and, and what they did is what we would normally expect. That's what you you said. Like, like you said, in years past, because of all the complex legal ramifications of, of blocking an FDA approved drug. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was, I, I, I mean, that's what you would normally think. I'm like, man, there's, look, you can't. You can't just you know you would allow expect a low a low judge yes. to 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 just declare a ban nationwide like this, given all the yeah. ramifications you nationwide, would expect at the, least very, the ramifications,
0: at the very least you would expect any such decision to not take effect until the entire appeals process was complete
1: correct yeah but 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 I think that you you hit the nail on the head that People right now, with some of the stuff that's been going on, uh, have gotten so nervous because of some of the uh, decisions that have been been being handed down uh, by by lower level, you know,
0: judges. Well, not just the lower level, that, but other things. SCOTUS has done over the last two years since well, they
1: got. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think but I think more, you know, uh, but it's the uncertainty about it overall. Um,
0: it's even, I I think that's been the biggest, like, because there's, there's no longer a feeling that at any level of the court process, but especially at SCOTUS that you can have any sort of level of confidence about what might happen. Like sometimes you get them overturning Roe versus Wade after 50 years of, of history, but other times you get the same court upholding certain gay marriage rulings saying they don't want to touch that right now or the, or the trans right. issue that came a few uh, weeks ago
1: um, that they, right. They, they, they want they bounced back. I, I will say one thing. I, I do think that we might think that uh, we might think that because the Supreme court is a lifetime appointment that they are completely, uh, Isolated from political considerations, <laughs> I, 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 some people. Do, some people do. Some people do that believe that. The ideal, look, they, but that, they, is, that is that is not been true for a that long. Is, it's long not time. true, and it, it, you know, they, they, it's not true, and we know it. Look, they they know they know that people are angry. They they you know they have they, they know people are angry. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 can't be blind. To it, and from from what Um, I
0: understand, I I mean, I heard some people talking about this on TV earlier today. Like Alito, especially, apparently, seems to be really pissed off that people are angry at what they've been doing. Because I guess he thought he would be hailed as a hero for like making the right decisions on this, and is sort of surprised that so many people don't like it.
1: I mean, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Now you see how isolated from reality some of them are, which seems to be the reality between the guys like Alito and Thomas that have been there that long, okay? And Thomas, that they just live in a complete fucking unreality bubble. Uh, That they thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And, you know... We're, and wait, oh, oh I'm, I'm getting hate from everywhere? I'm not the savior? Well, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I, I look, I, I do think that uh, I am sure that uh, Roberts, who it, in his tenure as Chief Justice, as I, I've seen him be far more cognizant of those political realities, which is why. On a number of decisions that people expected that that you know certain negative things to happen, he wound up being a deciding kind of cast deciding vote to, for example, uphold Obamacare, right? For example, uh, and other things like that. So I am sure that he that message from him about look. We are not causing more havoc. This country isn't enough, you know, having enough turmoil and infighting right now that we're going to do something like this, that the, the repercussions are, it, it's, it, forget about the, it, it's, you know, yeah, the abortion repercussion is one thing, but it's like, like you mentioned earlier, the legal analyst have said, listen, you do this, the can of worms you're opening related to drug approvals and how the hell all of a sudden we are overruling the Fda and and the the existence of the Fda it's just a massive can of worms. yeah and so the, this the, the, the the, and that's what makes even the
0: justices who are very very anti-abortion and would probably love to get rid of this drug it the implications to other things is what makes them Think twice about this. Right. And right. and also right. people pointed out, too, there was a certain group in the court that thought that by overturning Roe and sending this all back to the states, they could sort of wash their hands of abortion and not have to worry about it. Anymore. <laughs> because now the states would deal with it and we don't have to deal with it at the federal level. anymore.
1: Funny people. But no. And they were, yeah, they were now realizing what they uncorked is a fucking shit show, and because they have, it's been a legal shit show ever since they did this. Yes, across
0: the nation, there's been all all kinds of crazy stuff all over the place. All kinds of implications, like you know, for, for federalism type things being implied, this whole thing with like, you know, can you really make it, can Can this one judge make a national decision and there, you know, the judge in Washington state made an opposite decision and now the Supreme Court has to get involved anyway and what about like these these well, laws that what are about, like trying what about, to restrict people from crossing straight state lines to do things. Right, you right. Know, all all right. of this kind of stuff. These are all issues that are going right back to SCOTUS.
1: Yep. So basically, they've and, just and all of these issues
0: are also things, by the way, that also have other implications beyond abortion. Because you allow this for abortion, yeah. doesn't this apply for all kinds of other crap too? You know, so right.
1: So, so, so states could restrict you know freedom of movement of of Americans for whatever for you know whatever other reason that they 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 see.
0: Right. Make. So I mean, do we, we do we start
1: needing to build, uh, you know, or I'll, I'll give you an example. One, for example, Nevada has legal prostitution. Yes. OK, yes. no no other state that I recall has it. Should, should we, you know, could, can Utah go and make it illegal for a for a Utah to go to Nevada and go have, you know, engage in legal prostitution? Do we need border crossings between states? Exactly. Yeah, is that what we're is that what we're going to do? This is the kind of shit that you know they've uncorked with this shit. Let's send it back to the states. Oh, great! Yeah. Now what? Fucking morons! Sort of God.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, the the short term thing is the worst case scenario didn't happen because there was all kinds of chaos that would have resulted immediately. Uh, in terms of further restrictions nationwide, to like the, the bottom line, if they had restricted this drug nationwide, it would make it much more difficult for people to get abortions, even in the blue states where it's perfectly legal. Uh, because sure. the. the if they're going to get a medication abortion, they have to do it in a le- less safe way with only the one drug, and uh, it's it's just going to put pressure on the system and make them jump through more hoops and all kinds of stuff. Uh, that
1: did not happen, so we still have. Here's a, but listen, it goes even. Here's a bigger problem. Okay, I should say so, that did so not these happen. Drugs yet. are being specifically. In the yeah, yeah, but but these drugs can specifically or specifically being used for this however i guarantee you that there are other drugs that could probably induce something like this i'm going to bet mm. okay that people would so use off where cable. do you draw yep. the line it, it, yeah so where do you draw the which, well, which drugs do we start banning okay because that's this this is why this is such a stupid cat crazy can of worms Yep. I, so I, you know, but hey, this is you know this is what they wanted. Congratulations. Okay. Ah, uh, my turn. Yes. Fox
0: News settled with Dominion.
1: Oh.
0: You know, and I'll, I'll say even last week, Yvonne, you and I were talking about how. I can't believe Dominion hasn't settled this yet. I'm glad they haven't settled but, yet. but we were talking about how it looked like Dominion was just saying, "Fuck you, Fox." Fox had to have made offers before. Um, and I, I got to admit, like I was I was looking forward to the trial. Now, people have pointed out a few things. One, the trial was not going to be televised. We were not even going to get audio from the trial. We were just going to get transcripts. Yeah. Uh, that had already been decided. The judge did not want any of that in the courtroom. Um, and so it wouldn't have been like we were watching the OJ trial back in the day, right? Where we we, we would actually get to see Rupert talk and stuff like that. Uh, it would be summarizing transcripts and crap. Um People have pointed out the verdict itself. If it had gone all the way through the trial and if Dominion had won, which was a risk, they probably, in the at the end of the day, wouldn't have gotten much different from this amount, especially if you take into account appeals and probable reductions on appeal and blah, blah, blah. They would probably end up getting around the same value, plus or minus, who knows. Um, but we got years of appeals before they get there. Uh, and the court would probably, there would they would almost certainly not have been a verdict that would have required on-air apologies and all that kind of stuff. It would have been monetary uh, regardless. So a lot of the things that, like some people were really hoping for, and hell, you know, I, I, I was hoping for like enough billions to come out of this to really, really hurt Fox. But like, you know, that was probably unlikely to begin with. And like the... But I still think that if it had gone through the trial, we would have had a lot more sort of humiliating moments for Fox and new revelations of additional details that would have been very interesting. But the key is that as much as the general, you know, like people like us wanted those kinds of outcomes, Dominion themselves. I mean, they were after the money, (laughs) you know, they, they suffered damages because of what Fox did. And they have now recouped significantly more than that. I mean, the amount they got is significantly more than the company was worth,
1: you know? Oh yes. Yeah. Now here, here here's one thing. Uh, I, 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 I had shared on the Slack, a pretty detailed blow by blow of what happened that led up to the settlement. And, one of the things about I it. I think it was a Washington Post article. It was a Washington Post article related to this. And it's very clear. Fox was not making serious offers to sell. Okay. Until the very um, the Until the very end. The the executives at Fox. Um, were. And their lawyers are saying. No we can go to court. We can beat them. Blah blah blah. Now Rupert Murdoch's instinct. As the. As the uh, as the top level guy was to settle, but his guys and his executives were kind of like saying, "No, no, no, we got this. We're gonna win." Blah 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 blah. But one of the things that happens in these cases, and I I was mentioning that I've been involved in a in a lawsuit it, 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 like this in federal court, not not on the similar subject, but they work in a very similar fashion. And we were heading towards trial. We were heading towards trial through against the. A very large company as well um and i i had a few similar things happened okay in that lawsuit where um there were certain rulings specifically against our adversary that were very negative mm-hmm. okay it, you know how basically the judge you know wrote down like like in the dominion case where um they uh they, they they basically told them you know what you can't even argue it's a lie it's it's clear that you yeah, guys lie. It, it, just to okay? be clear in you,
0: the last week before the settlement there was revelation after revelation after revelation and judicial ruling after judicial ruling after judicial ruling that were and they all they all went, all against, went Fox. against Fox like there was all kinds of stuff coming out the the judge was getting angry at them there was evidence that it, not all. Oh, there was also the fact that they, they, they were being sanctioned for withholding yes.
1: evidence. Yeah, there was all kinds of stuff. It was just looking really, so, really so bad. That was like Fox really last week. Yeah, and so and so that was looking really, really bad. Okay, um, and in and in my case, it was a similar thing. Look, the judge basically wrote an opinion based on these, you know, these filings that we made that basically told our adversary, you know, what if this thing goes to trial, you guys are probably going to lose. Right. I mean, just, just literally outlined it to them that, you know, that based on the law, he doesn't see what defense they had, okay? Um, you know, and so now the judges, what they will do, which they did, they they press very, very hard in federal court, has been by experience, to go to mediation right. on these, not go to trial. They will push the mediation. They will... I mean, it, it, and um, and mediation is not arbitration. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, because some people get it confused, and that's it's not what our you know it's not arbitration. Because arbitration is something where the, the two sides go to a neutral party and they look at the evidence and they the, the arbitrator decides. No, mediation is a process where you have this one person that is a communications go between between both. And this guy is working very hard on trying to bridge the differences between one side and the other to come to an agreement. Okay. Um, And and he will take like, he will bring the offer, say Fox brings offer to Dominion. And they're like, well, you know, this is the offer that they've got. Well, it looks pretty good. What do you think? Maybe, you know, and, and then they will say, they will say, you know, well, I think that we can come closer on this angle. So. So they will go back to them and say, hey, you know what? If you probably get a little bit closer here, you might be. So so they work on trying to bring the sides together um, and they go back and forth. They usually keep both parties separate. Mm-hmm. You, you know, no, they, they, they usually they both parties are separate. You're in one location. The other location, the guy is going in between both of you. Um, you know, you're only really talk together at the beginning of it. But if it's a really good mediator and this guy, apparently the guy that that came in was, you know, apparently one of the top ones that there is out there, uh, you know, they're very good at trying to bring parties to 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 settle. And it's it's very clear that once, you know, Rupert got close involved to this and what's been going on with the rulings. Look, Rupert had the instinct. I I kept saying he can't be this stupid. Look, he just wants to write a check and get the fuck out of here. There is no way he wants this goddamn thing to go to trial because so far already right now, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been shit for them. It's been a public relations just shit show. Okay. And there, there is, they are gaining nothing. Okay. Um, and so, you know, so they got the pressure to mediator worked. Apparently they did this remotely. They, you know, uh, he was in Europe. They were in different locations over there. And the guy worked, you know, worked virtually for several days Mm -hmm. until he finally got them to agree. The the, the other thing I,
0: the other thing I heard, uh, earlier today, and maybe it was in the article you passed on too, is that initially dominion very much was, yeah, we want, a public retraction, we want a public apology, right. we want that on the air. You need to tell your viewers you were wrong. But the higher Fox's number went, the less they felt they needed that.
1: Well, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I can understand that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so you know, I, I, I can see how that, you know, that 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 makes that happen. And look, a few people have pointed out um that. You know, Fox, it it financially, probably this was, uh, this was a win, Mm -hmm. you know, in the sense that they, they, you know, look, they went on TV. They literally just spewed lies, lies after lies. Um, and they walked away with, you know, just writing a check and it's, it's done. That's it. It, it. yeah, um, and and also it's been pointed out
0: multiple times there is nothing in the set. Well, at least that we know publicly, it's just the cash, right? Like, and they can learn from definitely. their mistake, and essentially they can keep spewing election lies about. They can get, they can go back and talk about how twenty twenty oh, was stolen. Blah, blah. I'm
1: sure. wait, wait, wait! All they
0: have to do is make sure. They don't mention company names like you can just be vague about the election being stolen as long as you don't say Dominion did this or Smartmatic. Right, 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 right. You know, as long as you as long as you keep the company names out of their mouths, you can still like be spewing the same kind of disinformation.
1: Well, let's be clear. I mean, they don't want to keep doing that like right now either. I mean, in terms of like attacking companies, yeah. Talking about the election being stolen in generic terms, I'm sure that's, that's not a, that's, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, but, you know, they still have the Smartmatic case, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, that one's not that one. That one's still also coming up. Yeah, and and it um, the amount well, they're looking for is a lot bigger than the
0: Dominion amount, and they are their lawyers put out statements today, and of course this is just an opening negotiating position, saying that what they want has to be more than Dominion got because they're bigger than Dominion, I guess, right. and they had think they have more damn.
1: Actually, I believe that Dominion was, was bigger. It? bigger than well, Smartmatic, Smartmatic says, in any I case, Smartmatic
0: so. says they consider what Dominion got as the absolute floor for anything they'll consider. And they want that public retraction and an apology.
1: And, and of well, course, I mean, they to I, negotiate I, I, I mean, I, that, would be, that, that would be my, my, my opening salvo as and, well. And, yes. and they've basically said, look, you know, Dominion
0: the Dominion case put a whole bunch of things into the public record and we're going to start from there and go further. <laughs> so right. And and apparently there are all, sorts of, all all sorts of other lawsuits swimming around too. There's sh- shareholder lawsuits, there's this, there's that. Uh, obviously the uh, Smartmatic is the big one, but there's there's all kinds of other things buzzing around too. Plus even on Dominion, like Dominion Fox is done, but Dominion is also so uh, suing all kinds of other people. They're suing OAN uh, for media stuff. They're suing Newsmax, I guess. They're suing Rudy Giuliani personally. You know, there are a bunch of other things that they're they're going after too. So Dominion's not done either.
1: Well, one thing that I am seeing is that you know uh, I'm I'm really hoping Rudy Giuliani does wind up in jail. That would be great. (laughs) based on some of the stuff that I'm seeing right now from the criminal investigation in tech, in, in Georgia.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say the same thing for Rudy, as I say for, Donnie, for Donald Trump. Uh, Ru- Rudy will be dead before any of this finishes going through all of trials, appeals, all that crap.
1: Well, it, there is one problem with Rudy, yes. though. Rudy, I know, is having... Rudy has been running low on money. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah so so he's got more problems than, than well, he, he, he might not have the money to drag to string well, this out but as, on uh, the flip side yes.
0: maybe if he's in real financial straits, that gives him a reason to flip on other people instead.
1: oh that oh that'd be great. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how all that works out so any, anything more specifically
1: on on Fox? they 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 got a deal i think they got a deal at the end yes it's very clear that i think we got one thing that we didn't have before 100% confirmation of how fox really runs and that basically all these assholes are just paid actors that are just on there Literally behind saying, oh, all of this stuff I'm going to talk on air is bullshit. I mean, they really just trade it like no problem. They know it 100%. It's not, you know, and they are just fucking acting on TV. Yes. I, I, with whatever
0: will build the audience the most. You you get all this stuff about like Tucker Carlson talking about how much he hates Donald Trump when he's in private. But on the air, he's kissing yes. his ass. You know, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even Rupert's quote it's not red, it's not blue, it's green. Yep. You know?
1: Bastard, fucking bastard. Sort <laughs> of God. And how old is he now? He's like 94 or something. 90 something, motherfucker. You know,
0: are are his kids the same? The ones who will take over when he's gone, are they all the same? basically listen
1: there was one kid now well here's the thing there was one kid that was like not anything like him at all that really wanted this shit down but in a power play had the other brother that was more like daddy uh he's the one that's got things.
0: Okay. and of course th- i keep hearing that this this succession show is essentially based on the murdoch family i've never watched the show but Apparently, lots of people like it. Well, I haven't either. It, it, lots of but, lots of uh, yeah. people are raving about it, and it's great, and it's apparently like loosely based on Murdoch and his empire, and the kids fighting for who will get to control the empire once he
1: dies, and stuff like that. It, it makes sense, so based on what I've heard about the show, okay. So. But I, I have not. But I, I have I've also, never seen it. I watched. Like, listen, I tried once. And I put on and watched, like, 15 minutes of it, and I got turned off by it. Um, In large part, it's just... (laughs) It's just... Because these people are assholes. (laughs) They're rich assholes.
0: Well, this is like a Dallas Falcon Crest uh, kind of thing from when we were younger. You know? It's like you you watch uh, the rich, rich assholes have their, like, battles and i just don't listen uh it, it,
1: here's the worst thing. i see this a lot in real life like <laughs> so around don't need to be entertained by okay <laughs> no exactly not not particularly i mean i i you know i i'm just I, i'm like i i look at this and i'm just like oh fuck man i, I Hell, it's it's annoying enough watching these people like in real life. I don't want to. Hey, watch I them.
0: will say I have not watched Succession. I've wa- not watched any of the modern ones. But back when I was a teenager, I was absolutely watching all of them: Dallas, Dynasty, Falcon Crest, all of all of those late nights. I, I, I watched. I, believe like, I, watched them. I watched.
1: I watched. I believe I did watch them. Dallas. I, I watched Dallas. I, I did watch Dallas. Okay. Yes. That but that's it. Who shot JR and all that? Yes,
0: yes, okay. Let's take another break. You you, you okay with another break? Break Breaky, breaky. I said breaky, breaky last time. I should, I should like, I need to like change it up. I shouldn't be using the same thing to
1: change it up. Shake it up.
0: So, like, like, uh, we'll be back. Let's go. Okay, that'll do. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do?
1: I won't subscribe!
0: You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash corner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, our Curmudgeons Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeons Corner mug. Fun stuff.
1: Not fun. Fun.
0: In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show.
1: I really, really hate Commodity's Corner.
0: Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more.
1: One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars.
0: If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeon's corner.
1: Alex hates, really, really
0: hates curmudgeon's corner. That's really mean, isn't it? But I hate curmudgeon's corner,
1: but I really do.
0: Okay, that's that.
1: Yeah, on, it's your turn. That's that.
0: Um, wait, it yep. is? You were abortion pill. I was Fox news. It's your turn again.
1: No, f- fuck me. Um, I'd rather not. No. Yeah. That's yeah. I'd rather you not either. Um, okay. So let's talk about the racist, um, sheriffs and, uh, uh, of, uh, of uh, state attorneys. Uh, okay. So Yep, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I can't remember. It was the Oklahoma one. Was it just the sheriff? was it he talking? No, there, there, to... there were a bunch
0: of like local officials.
1: Oh, there was a whole bunch of them. Oh, there's so, a whole bunch of local officials. Yeah, right? there were.
0: I forget. Like there was like three or four. Basically, there was a um, a county council meeting or some equivalent of that, and there was a reporter who was there, and he suspected that this group was having additional conversations after the public meeting. Uh, that would violate like public meeting laws that were basically right. said there are laws in a whole bunch of places that say certain governmental things have to be conducted in public meetings. You can't have the government officials having like secret talks that are not on the record.
1: So like if, well, it, well, it, it's almost like the same as, you know, like my condo board meetings mm-hmm. that we're not supposed to have, uh, I, I think there there is a way to call a private meeting, but, you know, we can't have, like, a, a meeting of us three without noticing the community. Right. To have. Okay? And, and, and
0: there are specific laws in these very state-to-state, place-to-place, but apparently there were laws here that were of those sorts. They cannot have certain types of conversations outside of the public meeting. And this reporter suspected that they were having those kinds of conversations. So what he did, um, and apparently Oklahoma, I believe this was Oklahoma, right? I'm not screwing up the state. Um, but anyway, they, regardless, he, uh, it's, a, it's a one-party recording state so like only one person needs to know that there's a recording going on there are, there are some states okay. that require that everybody being recorded knows they are being recorded this was not one of those states like i'm in one of those states i believe like i believe here in washington state you need you, you can't secretly record like this but you could there so he okay. just left his recorder going and left it in the room and he he left and he retrieved it later And listened to it. And there were a few interesting things on that tape. Uh, Tape. I'm sure it was electronic. There's no fucking tape. Um, Anyway. Maybe it tape. (laughs) Anyway, there were a few interesting things. One, I I don't even know where to start here. One, there were lots of racist comments about lynchings and how they missed the old days where they could lynch people. Um, and uh, and specifically in racist terms talking about, you know, yes. black people, et cetera, et cetera. But they also talked specifically about this reporter and this reporter's son, who was also a reporter, I believe, and about one of them was talking to the other saying, you know, if you want him taken to care of. I know some folks who can do that for you. And I've already got a place like a, a hole in the ground. They can go in, you know, and, right. and stuff like that. Sounds great. So these guys, first of all, are apparently now, of course they say, you know, we're just joking around, whatever, but the, the, they, uh-huh, they seem uh-huh. to be conspiring about the idea of eliminating by murder a couple of reporters who are a pain in their ass. And then that is smack dab in the middle of, like, a whole series of racist crap. Is that wrong? Oh, God,
1: is that, that wrong? Is not. I
0: mean, like, if, if the reporter's bugging you, what else are you supposed to do? I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Oh, God. And so I I saw some interviews with the reporter who was like, well, I expected that they were talking about some stuff in secret meetings that should have been on the record, and I was going to write a story about that. I did not expect them to be talking about killing me.
1: <laughs> now, I, I did read that this reporter, okay, the reason why a lot of the animosity, not justified, mm-hmm. The, the generated animosity between the reporter and the sheriff was because he had written a series of articles um, exposing a whole bunch of shit that you know that he uh, the that he'd been nope. doing, and the guy was just not happy that this guy was. We're talking, we're talking like him. corruption shit, basically. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: And and yeah. I, I guess one of them is finally is actually resigning. There was pressure. The governor called for them to resign and blah blah blah. Um. I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, okay, resign. Yeah. I mean, are, should there be criminal charges here? Or do we actually believe they were just fucking joking around? Maybe they were, but it's not
1: a good joke. No, not a good joke. I, I mean. I, 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 you know, for the life of me, I mean, I I don't understand in what situation you, 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 I mean, who makes those kinds of jokes about, especially when you're a person in that kind of authority. I was going to say, oh, I like the good old days. You know, I don't know. You know, I'm not no longer managing people, but say when I was back a VP. Well, how about them old days, man? When we had surfed them and we could like, you know, uh, uh, just tie the employees in chains and just, you know, and, and hold their checks and beat them. I mean, what the hell, I mean, who the hell says this kind well, of shit? Er- earlier in this show, you
0: did wish that Elon Musk had blown up on his rocket.
1: Well, I was just saying that he should test this product just like he has his customers. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
0: yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know how much else there is to say about this case other than on the one hand, it's shocking, but on the other hand, it's not surprising in the slightest.
1: No. Um, You know, so
0: that's, by the way, I mean, this is a sheriff specifically, but there were other governmental officials involved in the conversation, but this is something that the whole structure of sheriffs nationwide Um, in many parts of the country, they have sort of these little above the law, almost fiefdoms where, you know, the sheriff, the sheriff is an elected official and they, they interpret the laws the way they feel like, and it's not quite as under control as you would
1: like, um, Look, man, we had we had a big issue with the sheriff for Broward County, just south of here, who wound up in jail. Uh, a couple of you know, in the last, um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the, I mean, it was in the last ten years, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, I mean, he he got into, you know, he had been found, um, you know, doing, um, you know, he had a big corruption case. It was, oh god, it's been longer than that. He was sentenced in. 2007 okay he sent us to a year in jail okay um for corruption Mm -hmm. okay and he had been a sheriff for a long time and he was a guy that was popular and won many elections but um there was a corruption scandal um you know It said, uh, Jenny 60 had pleaded guilty in September to tax evasion, mail fraud, conspiracy charges involving a series of questionable transactions, including getting money and favors from Brown Sheriff's Office vendors and payments made on his behalf for a Mercedes Benz convertible. Nice. You know, uh, and and yeah, so the guy wound up in jail. So this is, you know, this is something that happens. And even Um, when it doesn't go that far, I'm I'm not. I don't
0: remember all the details, so I'm not gonna like say anything. But our local sheriff here in the county we're in, uh, in Snohomish County, Washington, there was some sort of controversy about him and some some officers under him that were, you know there's something going on where they had been sanctioned for bad behavior. And then once he got elected that he did something with that, like and they were related. I don't know that there was anything illegal done, but there was a controversy around it. Right. About like protecting bad officers and things like that. And this is the, like I said, I don't know the details, so I won't talk more about that right now, but like all over the country, apparently places that have jurisdictions that are based on the sheriff model, as opposed to other police models, tend to be even worse. <laughs> you know, like they yeah, we we've talked about all the problems with policing in general and how, you know, they're, they're isolated pockets where they're actively trying to do better and actually succeeding in some cases. But for the most part, policing in the US has major issues. But as a very broad generalization, Places that organize with the sheriff model are even worse than others. Hmm. I don't know. So, so I've heard. So I've heard. Just because of the way the it's structured and how
1: they're an independent power, because center. it becomes a political position, it, it, right? Because because it's a it's a it's a political it's because position. they're an because independent that, that's, they're that's an independent
0: happened. power center rather than being beholden to a mayor or uh, uh, or uh, like
1: exactly right right that can fire hire or fire them yeah no i get that um you know i i just recently shared talking about you know sheriffs and law enforcement on a different a, a different the state attorney look the, the, there is the well before okay. i get to the state attorney because we're talking about okay, sheriffs yeah, go ahead. um you know the, the i shared this story about the the sheriff of Volusia County. Sure. Um, that is, uh, that is the county covers uh, Jacksonville, Daytona Beach, that area around there. Uh, well, Daytona Beach. Uh, let me not get my cities mixed up. And, um, you know, this guy was a guy that uh, uh, you're talking about, you know, this flip side of of sheriffs and what they're dealing with. Right. In terms of having to reform a an department and so forth. And so this guy was a guy that voted for Trump. Twice, okay. He admits, and and he realized the day that he completely. This is a guy that, when January sixth happened to him, it was like a lightning. Bolt. Okay, I realized what the hell am I doing? Okay, you know, um, and he has been fighting neo Nazis uh that have been attacking him, um, repeatedly, and and how they are fighting neo Nazis that are in the state of Florida, um. Uh, and that that it's a it's a very difficult fight but this is a sheriff that went and you know you were talking about re- reforming police he went and he 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 has he took the path of okay we need to reform use of force in this police force okay we need to do this we need to make a change and he talked about specifically how People in the department were so repulsed by it. There were a number of them that resigned hmm. Be- because he hey, was trying to put restrictions do... on them and make them behave. He, well, he was no. He was trying to ch- he was trying to change how they approached situations in terms of not turning them um, uh, violent, for example. How to do de escalation? How not to approach a situation just with a fucking gun in your hand? Okay. And the people were like, "Oh, this is bullshit." But he stuck with it. I mean, he's still sheriff. So, but but it shows how even somebody like this that all of a sudden finally, it, it he admits it, it. You know, he was late. Okay, to recognize the threat that Trump was. Okay, um, and that he's realizing to reform the department that how hard it is to change that culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, in those departments, the the way it is. Um. But anyway, going to the back to the the so we had the racists uh uh here in the state of Florida. So this was uh a state attorney uh in in the area around our state capital, Tallahassee, mm-hmm. that basically somebody in the department wrote a memo specifically uh saying that as policy, uh Hispanics If they had offenses that were, I think it were like uh, traffic, uh, driver's license, suspended license, offenses, that kind of stuff, that if you're white, they basically would never prosecute you. And if you were Hispanic, how basically you should have the book thrown at you.
0: Is there something wrong with that? That's basically
1: what I... That's like the natural order of things, right? That's how it should be. That's yeah. Well, I, I will say this. It is the natural order of things in a lot of places. Look, uh, I, I have seen this yeah. happen. My my you know, the my brother gets this shit. Happened to him happened to him many times. Hadn't happened to him in recent times, but had this happened to him a lot of times. This because, is a brother who lives in Texas. Yeah, right? it's a very thick brother who lives in Texas, you know, who I said should be early. Yeah. Um, because he has a very thick, he has, he has always has had an accent in in English. So people know he's not a native English speaker and he always almost had a mustache also, which kind of like, you know, you looked at him, you knew he was Puerto Rican or something for God's sake. So, you know, he was like wearing it like on his sleeve. He had the damn mustache and his accent. And it's like, look how many fucking times shit like that happened where, you know, he, he got arrested I mean he got arrested one time when he was like with four friends of his were from Indiana he was the only Hispanic they let all of them go they arrested him for public intoxication he was riding in the back seat of a car and he's like what what and so yes this is fucking normal Unfortunately, that's the reality, yeah. And wh- what's
0: unusual here is this guy put it in writing, but oh, <laughs> but the fact that it's the reality in many places, uh, I mean, in this case, it is it a is it in, in this case, it's Hispanics, it's often black people, it's often you know, whatever. Um, yes, th- this is why they talk about driving while black, and yeah. And, it is the reality almost any, I shouldn't say almost everywhere, but yes, almost everywhere.
1: <laughs> you know? Look, I, I had uh, this guy who uh, uh, has a mobile tire tire installer. I, I got this guy who, if I bought tires installed in the car, he actually brings a truck and he just brand new tires and whatever. He's got all the machines and everything. He can replace tires right there. Okay. On the spot. He was telling me that he had a detailer that was African American that came to his community where he, where he lived and he lived in a, in a gated community, like uh, somewhere n- nearby. By the way, it's a pretty good living apparently to do the mobile tire installing thing. Okay. Um, it's hard work, but he it's a good living. And so he had this car detailer coming in. And he told me that this guy, man, just how many freaking times repeatedly he would get pulled over for no reason whatsoever, heading to his house. I mean, he's just, and he's just like, would you know, we talked about it, it's like, no fucking reason. He's like, you know, uh, he told me like in the last year, he got pulled over three or four fucking times. He's like, what the fuck? I mean, I haven't been pulled over in years. <laughs> Of course, they think I'm Jewish. I understand this shit. Of course. Yeah. Well, when I got the last time I got I got something, I didn't get any uh, uh Hispanic uh, racial epithets. I, I got I got some 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 racial. I got some, you know, uh, Jewish, you know, anti-Semitic ones. I, I think I had to respond to the guy. I'm not even fucking Jewish. OK, so are we done with
0: problematic law enforcement? Yes. Okay. I will do one. The actual top, I I actually want to get lighter and talk about something a little bit different, but I do want to. Frothy? We're going frothy? Just sort of like. uh, Bubbly? uh, Just sort of fun to make fun of. But the. Slight, but. Light fib? Yes. But but first, but first, I do want to just really quick say. There has also been this week this whole thing with all of these quote unquote like
1: out oh, in, incorrect. Yeah, I, I had been thinking about that, that we didn't put it on the like, list. Yet. Well,
0: I had it, I listed it as doorbells and driveways um, on my list. <laughs> well, I Why? Well, doorknobs yes yes but what and this is just you know we got the case of the the kid knocking on the wrong door when he was trying to pick up his siblings and the guy shoots him through the door we got this other girl who who pulled into a driveway and somebody came out and shot shot her because it was the wrong driveway there was another case with some cheerleaders there was another case with a six-year-old and so these ski stop Really? Okay. Uh, my dog's ripping apart something behind me. So ignore him. Ignore that. Um, anyway, the thing is, there's been so much attention to this this week, but I keep having the feeling that actually, you know, one of them broke into the national news and we started talking about it, and then so the national news started looking for more examples. But really, this shit happens all the time. It's
1: getting more attention it's this But but I, but I'm, and, and, I am, and, and guess what? Guess why? Yeah. Guess why? Why? Why would that be? Oh, it's it's because people are
0: crazy, Yvonne. There needs to be better mental health.
1: Oh, because it's all the mental health. Oh, I. And, think and, it. It's not and, the and and it's people turning into the wrong fucking driveway. They shouldn't be doing that. Well, those bastards. Yeah, I know, turning into the wrong fucking driveway. I mean, what? What the, the nerve of these fucking people to get to the wrong house? Exactly, bastards. You know? No, of course it's the fucking guns. But the the anyway. But th-
0: the, my point was though, uh, before I move on to my other topic, is is simply that everybody's talking about this. Like, oh my god, there's been a huge rash of them this week. I don't think that's the case at all. I think there's been a rash of well, attention talking, to it.
1: Look, but I, but I s look, we had the incident that we had here happen with the fucking gun with, with whatever, the dog which, that you, you talked know, about I, on the show. Yeah, with the damn dog. And it's like, you know, it's you know, this is this is our new reality. This is this all is these people walking around
0: this with this got a lot of attention this week, but I guarantee you if you go back and look, this kind of shit is happening every single fucking day and it's just that most of the time it doesn't make the national news it ends up being a local story or maybe not even a local story if you're, you know, depending on where you are and what else was going on that day and just every and this week it happened to pop into the national con- consciousness so we've seen a few stories about this but i guarantee you there are dozens and dozens of very similar stories that just didn't make it to national news Right. Okay. So what I really wanted to, I just okay. wanted to get that out there because I didn't want to ignore it because it has been a big news story this week.
1: Oh, 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 oh! And before I, okay. I forget, because we talked about, um, you know, um, well, because we talked about the, 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 the Fox yeah. news case, and I, and I wanted, I, I wanted to mention uh, that Mike Lindell <laughs> yes. wound up betting five million dollars to prove his election lies wrong and this one guy who was a trump yep. voter it said well only one guy and you and i are two idiots that didn't do what this guy did. <laughs> yes once okay. again we have missed our opportunity we i mean what what this one guy the only guy that went and he went to where this idiot posted the information. He went and he analyzed it, okay, and completely came to it the conclusion that what he posted was all complete gibberish. It didn't even have to do with the, the election. It was nonsense, and it and and that he needed to be paid the $5 million. And apparently, somehow, they went to arbitration <laughs> over this, okay, all right, which I was talking about mediation. He went to arbitration, and... And um, I don't know how the hell he posted this, this this challenge that he wound up, I guess it must have been posted somehow legally yeah, in some yeah. way. And he was able to force him to arbitration. And the arbitrator completely went and said, you know what? Yep. You got proven wrong. Pay this man the five million bucks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's great.
0: And and the fact that it was there, you go, Mike. Congratulations! And actually, the fact that it was a Trump supporter somehow makes it even better. You know, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Although it still would have been nice if it was us. But again,
1: I I, I didn't know there was this challenge. (laughs) You know that. That's What what, what. Seriously, five million, Sam. Five million dollars.
0: That, that's that's you know, and
1: only one guy submitted it.
0: That that's what we get for not watching like My Pillow Guy's podcast or wherever the hell he did this. Thing. Oh, fuck. So,
1: <laughs> five million dollars dangling out there. Just... <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, congratulations to this guy, and he really deserves his five million bucks. I have to. Yes.
0: Okay. To finish this up, I just wanted once again to sort of make fun of Twitter. Um, and th- this is not log, but Twitter is continuing its descent into chaos slowly but surely as it as it leaks people and stuff like that. Th- this week's fun is that uh, Elon Musk finally, after several delays, uh, pulled off all the verified marks off of the legacy people, the people who had
1: the people who didn't pay
0: the people who didn't pay, who had check marks because they were actually notable in some way and needed the verification to show that it was really them and not some imposter and blah, blah, blah. And just like the last time they tried it and where they had to back off um, immediately, there's tons of imposters of everybody. There's uh, and apparently of the legacy people that were, Pulled down. Um, somebody was tracking how many of them subsequently went and paid, and it was a very small number. Like you know, I mean, there there were some who paid before this, and I guess they just didn't count. But the, the people who lost their check marks uh, this week, um, very very few of them subsequently went and paid to get a new check mark because the check marks are now fucking yep. worthless because yeah anybody can pay.
1: Anybody can get well a and the mark. thing
0: is like i've i i remember saying way back when the fact of like a check mark for notable people um isn't necessary like I thought you could expand the check marks properly like i I figure verification should just be verification it means like I should be able to this is who this yeah, person I should is. be able to verify, but it shouldn't be like I go pay money it should be like I submit my driver's license or something to prove that I am who right. I really am. And then I get my little check Mark that I'm a verified. I really am Samuel mentor. Right. And I don't have to be famous for that, but I can prove that, you know, oh, I am who I say I am if I want to. And maybe there could be a nominal charge for that, but the verification part of it is actually the, the important part. Like the way they've actually set it up is you pay your eight bucks and a apparently whatever verification there they have is if there is any. I'm not even sure if there is any, but if there is some I don't think there is any. You just pay yeah, it's it. it's you completely it. inadequate because they're like, you know bunches of people like signing up as Hillary Clinton or the New York Public Library or whatever. And there's nothing stopping it. And you think like because this is the exact same problem that caused them to pull back on this like a couple months ago, you'd think they would have done something to fix that, but no. All, all these fake ones are I mean you had that whole you had all these people posting things pretending to be companies uh, and what, what what was the one the 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 the, the insulin producer who like lost
1: uh, Eli, Eli Lilly
0: lost tons of money because like somebody came on pretending to them saying uh, insulin's now free or whatever the hell they said
1: yeah
0: um, you know and so you'd think they would fix some of this but no and the uptake of people paying, Uh, is much lower than Elon had hoped. I mean, it's not zero. There are are people who are paying, you know, but it's bad enough that there are now movements of people that were X, I guess people who had been verified, are now pushing a movement to just automatically block anybody who's verified because for the most part, they're crap. You know, and, and a lot of people are saying that like at this point, the blue check Mark is an indication that you're just a scammer who wants to buy visibility for whatever the fuck you're hawking. And so therefore everybody's better off just automatically blocking everybody who's verified. And apparently people are coming out with little tools to help you do that quickly and all this kind of stuff. And, um, all of the. Reporters and such are like, well, you know, I don't know how well I can use this going forward because how can anybody trust it's really me, you know, and, and we still we right. still don't have like, you know, it is still true that most people who are reporters, celebrities, whatever, are still on Twitter. They, there has not been a mass migration of those kinds of people because they believe they have to be there to do their job properly, I guess. Um, but every time Elon turns around and does another one of this thing, he makes the place more hostile for all of this kind of stuff. There was a lot, this, uh, you know, there was also the, the API changes a little while back in the, this week there were a bunch of, um, like emergency organizations and stuff that were saying, Hey, with the changes, we can't promise reliable information here. So go check us on Instagram or wherever as well. He also pissed off all the public broadcasters all around the world, starting with NB starting with NPR, but also, you know, uh, CBC, BBC, uh, you know, all kinds of other local stations, blah, blah, blah. And a bunch of them, bailed on Twitter in the last week. And, you know, maybe he wants that. I mean, maybe he wants to drive all those people off and see what's left. I, I don't know. Like, but it, it just, it, it's just funny. It's I know, sad, sad, funny. It, it continues to deteriorate. Um, and I know, you know, still lots of people on it. Certainly a lot Bigger than all of the alternatives that popped up when Elon first took over, it's bigger than Mastodon, it's bigger than uh, Post, it's bigger than all of there's like a half dozen. Blue Sky is in private beta now, that was by um Twitter's founder, is making that as a thing. Uh, it's still bigger than all of those, uh, but it continues to go downhill from everything I hear. I again, I have not been on it since they killed the third party clients, except to download my archives and post things saying that I'm done here. Go see me on Mastodon. Uh, and occasionally very rarely I'll click a link that turns out to be a Twitter link. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I didn't mean to do that, but okay.
1: Yeah, I know. I hate that. You
0: know? Uh, and, and anyway, is it, it's, we we were talking about SpaceX before. I mean, uh, we talked a little bit about Tesla. That you know, he, he's just making a mess of everything. But like Twitter, specifically, yes. like he's a. Why aren't the people who helped him with his forty-four or however many billion dollars that are are they pissed or are they like, oh, okay, this is fine?
1: I I think that it was so diluted that right now, um, they're probably like. Uh, they weren't expecting to get the money right. back in, in in short order, but at the same time, what are you going to gain by and going about it? Yeah, I mean, you know, and going and, you know, telling Elon that he's an idiot. I mean, what are you going to gain? And I guess a lot
0: of these multi-billionaires who put money into our, you know, the Saudis or everybody else, you, what you're saying, oh, it's diluted right. enough. Each one of them has a small enough piece that they're sort of like just writing it off. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Except Elon, who himself is like, still like playing with it, I guess, playing with his little toy as he breaks it further and further. Um, And do you think even he like, does he actually feel like it's somehow better than when he took over? Or does he realize
1: like? I, I, I think that there's been a couple of times where it's slipped out of his mouth that he realizes what a fucking clusterfuck he's created. But
0: oh well. Okay. That's it. I don't have anything else to say about it. I just I just every once in a while need to make fun of Twitter, uh, because of how bad it is looking. But Yep. You know, some people still love it. Some people are still there every day, you know. Fine, I guess. You know, but their numbers are declining. The The number I heard this week was um, the number of monthly active users, external people say, because there's no internal reporting that has to be public at this point, uh, is that they're down about seven or 8% year over year. I think the number was somewhere around there, which is honestly less yeah. than I thought it would be, but it is
1: down, which, you know, Look, but their revenues are down. Oh, revenues are down way
0: more than that. Than we, Us- users and, may be down. And, and the thing is. Money is way
1: worse. And, and the one thing is that I'm, I, you know, it's very difficult to, um, to gauge what engagement there is, you know, those damn metrics about, you know, site usage, you know, uh, websites, apps or whatever are always very tricky. Right. Um, but but one thing that we do know and that Elon was very pissed off about is uh, somebody was mentioning that uh when they have done this change from uh Twitter to Mastodon yeah. that you you could see how you may have a, a ton of followers but you know under tweets right now they had I've seen that they've put the, this data on actual like views and stuff yeah. or whatever, how those are relatively low. and it was really small. And that engagement is even lower. I mean, right what now. what people have said repeatedly, like the big accounts who have done the jump
0: to Mastodon have said they've got like ten percent of the followers on Mastodon that they did on Twitter. But two or three times the amount of engagement that they had on Twitter, engagement because exactly. the people who are following actually see their posts and are real people right. who actually like to respond right. or boost or whatever. Like, whereas exactly. on Twitter, even with people who had like massive following, first of all, tons of those followers weren't real people. Tons of them may be real people, but weren't logging in regularly and because of the way the algorithm worked their stuff wasn't getting surfaced anyway and so their engagement rates just weren't that high whereas on mastodon they were you know the followers were real human beings who were actually seeing their stuff and engaging with it and so you could have a much smaller follower count but more engagement and so i, I don't know if that'll be continue that will continue to be true over time like but apparently that's what the experience a lot of people have had so far. And, um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if that's true for me. Uh, I've definitely, I'm definitely engaging with more people than I did before. Like actually, like I know you always responded to various people online. I'm doing that more than I did on Twitter, as opposed to just sharing and posting stuff. And, I, I, I'm not seeing a lot. I mean, I only have like a little over a hundred followers right now, which is still, you know, I had about around 520 on Twitter. I'm still seeing, uh, so I don't have a lot, but I feel like I probably have about the same as I did on Twitter, even though I've got a lot fewer followers. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It'll continue to evolve, but I just, I'm not seeing any light at the end of the tunnel for Twitter as it is right now, other than it seems like it's best case scenario is to end up in a few years like a, like, like a truth social or a four Chan or something where you've sort of driven away all the normal people and you, you just get, you know the people who like being trolls and the maga folks and those kinds of people uh and and maybe a few other communities that haven't been able to find another place but i don't know um yeah like i said for lots of people are still there as of as of right now but i don't i don't i just don't see how it can last how does he how does he pull out of this spiral and make it somewhere that's actually nice i don't know
1: uh for Twitter, I think Twitter's dead. I mean it's just dying slowly. That's okay. it.
0: Okay, we are done for real. Uh the stuff at the end. Uh go to curmudgeons hyphen corner.com. You can see our archives. You can see how to contact us via email, Mastodon, Facebook, um, and uh you can see, of course, a link to our Patreon where you can give us cash money. If if you are the guy who got the pillow guys money, I kind of really doubt you're listening but if you are feel free to give a nice chunk of that to us we would appreciate that i mean we'll take anything anything. yeah um at various levels we'll send you we'll we'll mention you on the show we'll send you a postcard we'll send you a mug all that kind of stuff and at two dollars a month or more or if you just contact us and ask us nicely we will invite you to our convergence corner slack where yvonne and i and a bunch of our listeners are chatting throughout the week sharing links stuff like that uh, so Yvonne, one thing and one thing only from the slack that we have not mentioned on the show at all. Oh,
1: fuck. I caught you unprepared. I know. Um, okay. So, um, on Thursday, uh, night, Thursday? Okay, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. At 4.45 (laughs) a.m. All of Florida was woken up. Okay. Um, I, all of a sudden, every fucking device in this house started blasting an alert. You know, every iPad, every fucking phone, every damn thing. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck is going on and i i look at my phone and it says that this is a test and i'm like are you fucking kidding me they they did an emergency alert test at 4 45 and the fucking these motherfuckers almost give me a goddamn heart attack um well uh apparently um it was an error there th- there is some kind of like uh, software company mm-hmm. that uh actually uh provides to states and different agencies and whatever this it's basically it's kind of like you know it, it, it's a software platform in order for them to manage uh alerts okay of all different types whether it's you know um, uh you know local alerts whether it's amber alerts whether it's you know for some type of like storm alerts you know public emergency alerts right, etc right. and so and it manages all the different types of distribution you've got television radio uh, phones etc and so forth um these people were supposed to have do a test at that hour of transmitting the alerts through television stations okay and for some reason, I don't know why. And for television stations, the the, code, and
0: just just to be clear, for television stations, the idea you do it in the middle of the night, it, it if somebody's watching, they see it, no big deal because they're already awake. Uh,
1: but it doesn't. Most people won't be. If watching, your
0: TV's off, nothing's going to happen.
1: Exactly. Right. But they sent it to the and devices so, and stuff. for some reason. T- t- to the phones, yes. Desantis being Desantis, this company is uh, is one of the largest providers of this. and pretty, you know, this was an era pretty reliable. They they fired the company. Okay, um, <laughs> he was like somebody needs to be fired, and so they fired the company. But it was just a a mistake. But yeah, but you know.
0: The one thing I can say is at least this 4.45 a.m. alarm said it was a test, and it wasn't like that situation in Hawaii a couple years ago.
1: Well, yeah, where we're, we're it said that, you know, there's a nuclear, you know, nuclear attack coming or something. Yes. Like, I, I believe
0: right. your reaction yeah. at 4.45 in the morning would have been a little bit different if the alert had said, there are
1: missiles on the way, take cover. I, I I okay yes I I would admit that the the alarm itself your heart attack and if that's what I read on the fucking thing I would have been like oh fuck <laughs> yeah
0: I mean it's annoying that it was a test but if it had indicated there was actual danger
1: and then it turned out to be bullshit well that you'd be moral. I want to say that I probably would have thought uh, my first instinct. Would have been. I would have remembered the whole life thing. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here! This can't be real. <laughs> that would have been my first thought. Okay, all right. I'm gonna fucking turn on the. T- I'm gonna fucking go and turn on the TV. Turn on whatever. Let me see if we're at war. Right. Okay, first. Okay, all right. And then you know, and then if that said that we're at war, then I'll believe it. But given that I I I, I do remember that event, I I would have been like, that would have been my first. This is like, let me go f- find out if we're really at war. Right. Because it's kind of weird that I went to sleep and, you know, I watched the news all the time, but we weren't at war and that all of a sudden at 4.45 a.m. we're at war. Yeah. That sounds really odd. Yeah, because usually those things build up, you know? Yeah. I mean, not... There's tension, yeah. and then there's something. I mean, even when, when you, you know. talk
0: about, like, you, people talk about the surprise attack at Pearl Harbor, but tensions between the U.S. and Japan had been building for quite a while. Oh,
1: there were, there were, there were, in, oh, and World War II had yes, already yes. started, really? In Europe. so right.
0: So oh, it's okay. like, you know, yeah. maybe it was a surprise attack that it was happening that day, but the fact that there was a conflict was not news to anybody. I mean, right. obviously the two countries hadn't actually done anything. The fact that there were tensions... Was not news to anybody that, and there was rumor right. of war coming and being need, needing to whatever. You get, you get my point. You get my point.
1: Yes. Uh, okay. uh We got, no, uh, we got rudely woken up. Ever, I mean, literally everybody. Nice. I mean, I was talking to people the next day. Well, that's all everybody was talking about. Reporting is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excellent. Well.
0: Well, the system worked. Yes, so the test was successful. Yes, the test was successful. Uh, and so was the rocket launch. Yes. And with that, we are done. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye.
1: Bye.